We are live. It is Sunday, August 2nd, 2020. It's about 3 p.m. It's the Across the Podcast, the best podcast you've never heard of. Got me, Sam, got Matt, and we have Ben, lover of tech. He's decided to join us today, an honored guest. So welcome to the service, sir. We're glad you could join us. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. What's up, guys? Hello, hello. Yeah, we're doing good here. It's uh, actually I, I've actually not had to use my light because there's enough sunlight coming in, so you can actually <laughs> see me. Which is, I have the, a voice for radio, so maybe that's not always the greatest thing in the world. But we're we're so glad you could take time out of your schedule. I know you're busy with creating content and kind of being in the hustle, and so we're we're glad to glad to have you. And also, we're also glad we have our you are first creator from the UK on the show. Yay, so we're excited. Yeah, yeah we broke. <laughs> yeah, we took care of that. So. So we're, we're also excited about that. Matt's, Matt is as well. He's doing our sharing right now. So he's in the middle of the tweeting. I am super excited that we've got a UK creator on it. That's right. <laughs> no, good. It's good. I'm, I'm, I'm really honored to be the first one to be here, man, for real. Cool. So uh, so we are asking, and we, I said I was listening to your content. And so how how are things going? How, how are you feeling about your show, about your channel, about your content? Like, how are you generally feeling overall about how it's going? I feel like Tony Stark and Iron Man too when he and he landed at the expo. <laughs> you know, when he landed at the expo and the suit came off and he was like, "Oh, it's good to be back." That's literally me right now, man. It good. It feels, it feels good to be back making content that I love and you know adapting, growing it, improving it, and just being more consistent where people can really see like, "Yo, like I'm passionate about it, man." So it, that's the best way I describe it, man. The channel's going through like a resuscitation CPR phase where I'm just trying to like bring it back to life. So, you know, just making sure that YouTube just realizes that, hey, yes, I was away for maybe like five, six months or had a break and whatnot, but I'm back. So just try and recommend myself, man. This is what I want to be putting out there. My classic stuff, my new stuff and my new stuff, you know, especially with like the camera content that i'm putting out there and you know i'm really enjoying incorporating that into the lover of tech channel so yeah that's that's the best way i can describe it man i feel like tony stark and iron man too just good to be back <laughs> that's the best description ever man i love that that's great <laughs> that's yeah, absolutely so, brilliant and yeah and you're gonna have to deal with that you know the uh youtube seo and kind of getting back because i know that they track like how many, yeah i know it's gonna be an uphill battle but uh mm. i Actually, Matt turned me on to your content, and I started watching, and I've been pretty religious about it. Like I said, I have been really impressed. I'm, you know, I, I watch other content creators and seeing how they grow and how they, you know, and I didn't know you had a break because that's what I was going to ask you about more about like how did how did this all start? I guess the original, I guess this is the version two of the Lover of Tech for at the, the resuscitation part. So, how did this all get started? Like, what do you do, and then how did that all start? And what was your your reason for starting the Lover of Tech channel? So, I mean, it's it's been, as of what, 27th of July, it's been exactly four years. So four years has gone quick. It definitely doesn't feel like four years since I uploaded my first video, which was on the Sony Xperia X. That was my first review, all shot on an iPhone 6S Plus. Um, that's where it all started, Genesis, as I like to call it. And it, it should have started sooner. I, I just really, really dragged my feet, man, and... It was guys like Super Saf, definitely guys like Marquez from back in the day when I was watching them, you know, especially from university times. Like, well, I was in University of Hertfordshire from like 20, 2008 to 2011. And that's when YouTube first, first had HD. And I remember that's when Virgin first launched 50 megabits per second download for fiber. Mm -hmm. 
you know? <laughs> so it's like that's when I was really like on watching YouTube a lot, and these guys were upcoming. And I just dragged my feet all the way up until then. So it's like, you know, the saying that goes that never late is better, but, you know, better late than ever and all of that. So just went with it. And it was more just because I just had a genuine natural inclination to tech. I loved talking about tech. But the problem is when you're the cool guy nerd that talks about tech, <laughs> you usually don't really have anyone else around you that you can like bounce. Just not nope. even ideas, <laughs> just conversation. Forget ideas, like forget ideas, just conversation in an in-depth, nerdy way where you can enjoy it. You know, I had that for gaming, you right. know, because most of us are in gaming one way or another, right? If it's FIFA, if it's Madden, you know, there's there's always a common ground with guys in gaming. But when it comes to actual actual tech, not really, like on the nerdy level. So it would always frustrate me because I'm thinking like, I need this to be an outlet, you know, it's therapeutic to talk about. It makes me happy. I get excited. And then that's what YouTube was for. You know, it's, it's, that's in the name, you know, you bring the you into the tube, just be yourself that you. So that was just my chance to be like, yo, I, I just got to start. And I always say the beginning is the hardest. It's the mm -hmm. hardest part to start. But once you start, it gets easier in the sense that, Although there is still challenges that come later on, it's, you know, the snowball effect happens. You know, you get more confident. You find out your style of making content. You find out your style of content that you want to talk about, things that you want to react to, things that you don't want to react to, things that you enjoy making, things that you like sharing. That self-discovery is it's refreshing and you're learning every single day, every single time that you upload and you create. So that was what started and you know the whole the whole lover of tech name came from it was just an accident where like my friends would be like damn bro you love tech you, you know when people just when they hear you talk and it's like like you're not even that's just you genuinely love tech and i was like okay that kind of rings to it you know lover of tech and i just i just search 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 and i'm like no one else is called lover of tech boy i'm gonna take that and run with it <laughs> Uh, that, it's a good name about. it's definitely a good name but like you are right <clears throat> everybody you try and talk to about tech they they, they sort of nod mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. anyway just gonna <laughs> but like you you see people all the time and you the phones they've got and everything else it's, they're not interested they don't care no. what it is they, no. as long as it calls texts they're not bothered but it's nice to have stuff like your, your channel. It's like for us, for us to have something like this, to be able to have that chat. Because yep. it is. It's refreshing. Because gaming, I could talk to my friends all day long. Gaming, yep. gaming, whatever. Call of Duty, whatever you're on. Everybody's talking about it. But tech, no. Nothing mm -hmm. at all. And it's nice to see that it's not just me. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the reason. You're just thinking like that you, you you get exposed to more like-minded people and mm. there's a lot of you out there but you're just you're just more spread out than the rest <laughs> that's that are a lot it, yeah. so you know compared to like your sports compared to gaming you know there was a lot of people that are into tech but we're just spread out that's the problem <laughs> vastly spread out <laughs> yeah, 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 so. definitely vastly spread out i like like your channel, for instance, like you've you've got all now you're back into it and you're diving straight back in. Yeah. What what are you what do you want from 
the future are you like aiming to get to a certain yeah. number or oh yeah yeah it's it's not even a, it's not even about the numbers about sustainability so yeah. People call, I, I, I said this on Viper's live stream, but people call me lover of tech, which is fine. Like, I, I take that. But I'm not lover of tech as a person. So if you ever, ever listen to any of my videos, I always say Ben from lover of tech. The reason why is lover of tech is a platform and a brand that I want to in the future to be a place where people can join and be a part of. You could be a social media person. You could be a presenter like me. You could be an editor. You could be a producer. You could be a director of photography. Whoever you are, just being part of that lover of tech brand means that you mm. are like-minded and you love tech as much as I do, but in your own unique way. It's all about bringing your own uniqueness to love in tech. So my uniqueness to love in tech is bringing enthusiasm to tech. That's why when you see me, that, that definitely, it's 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 got to resonate, and that's not something that I'm yeah. faking. It's just that's just me, you know. So my motto is bringing enthusiasm to tech. If there was ever someone else that came into Lover of Tech, and they wanted to bring their own vibe, it could be, you know, I, I don't know. It could be like bringing bringing structure to tech. I don't know where it is, right? Mm. So. Not exactly like Linus Tech Tips, but in a sense that it is the, 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 the channel and the brand is not about one person. It's about what it stands for. You see? Yeah. So people will call their channel X their name. But mine is all about lover of tech is beyond me. And if I was to ever go, which obviously all of us would do at a point in time, but it's like it still grows to be more than who I am. I will be Genesis. I'll be the beginning. But it can be anyone that comes in it. So, mm. yes, the number that it grows into has a perception of success. Definitely. You know, your subscriber count has a perception of success up to a certain point. And I say up to yeah, a certain of course point. It does, yeah. Because YouTube, YouTube is such a big pool that I've seen smaller channels that make more money than much bigger channels. Because they've been much more smarter with, you know, their structure, their perception, their business model. So... Up to a certain point, your numbers don't really matter. Right? Yeah. So that's that's kind of my angle, you know. And that's that's my angle. And I appreciate that because, like you say, having a community of people, not just a name, it makes for a better experience for you, and it makes you love it more. Yeah. And it makes the people that follow you like more involved because it's like talking to a human, not yeah. a person who's doing this because they have to do this or mm -hmm. because these numbers matter more than these numbers. Yeah. So I think that that makes sense. And I, I appreciate that kind of thought. Like it's, it's something different. Mm -hmm. And I like that. And I think Sam's lost at the minute. No, <laughs> he's, we've lost. What's happened is, is we've <laughs> lost the Twitch chat in the, Streamyard, so we I oh, okay. like we can't see the Twitch chat. Like the Twitch oh, chat's the most yeah. active, the YouTube chat's not. It's, so it's, it's literally living by the name, it's twitching out. Yeah, yeah exactly. it, like this everybody in the Twitch chat moved to YouTube because <laughs> yeah. we're not seeing the Twitch channels. And I think I figured out so what happened was my my Twitch stream was my name, and so we changed to the show. So I changed the official name, but the problem is I didn't go into StreamYard and update the link. So it's uh, it's linking back to Sam34, but it's not yeah, so I'm trying to not. test it. I'm trying to send a message and I keep getting an error. So you can't break it midstream. So unfortunately, anybody who's listening, if you're listening and you're on Twitch. 
if you can see the show on Twitch, which you probably can now, because I think it's broken too. So I think we're as uh, as they would say over in the UK, proper fucked. That's so the word proper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and you one's one, one's in the chat. Right, he says it's now his time to shine. They can't see me trolling here. I can uh-huh. still see you. I have still got. I got the Twitch chat up on here. <laughs> <laughs> the ROG two is got the flipping Twitch chat on. And okay, so I'm gonna see if I can. I've still got this in case you. Well, it's upside down. Oh, okay, in case yeah, you can... start trolling. <laughs> okay, I see activity feed. Okay, well maybe I can. Okay, I can see. Oh, okay. By the way, this is the first time. Obviously, because I only got it picked it up today. The Realme X2 Pro. That's what I'm using to stream this, and it has a headphone jack. So, which that's good. Speaking of you... that, Realme, Realme just just Uh-oh. sent me the X55 G. So you're going to be seeing content on that, man. Oh, yeah, that's cool. And that and Realme like doesn't that. come to the United States, so you have to gray market it or import it or, or swap it. So, I that is something I don't have a lot of experience with. I've seen the Realme phones; they look really good, and I've had some Xiaomi before and some Huawei phones. Um, but uh, yeah, the Realme looks really nice. I, I liked the, what Matt showed me, and I see the X fifty five G. I'm like, that looks pretty cool. I like we were talking about earlier, and this is part of your other rant, where like <laughs> that's never going to come to a carrier, right? Realme, Oppo. All these other designs, these just you're not going to go. You're going to go AT and T, and you're going to go to Verizon, and you're going to mm-hmm. buy the Samsung or the Apple or the now OnePlus, right? And yep. and so you're running into that problem where you have all these manufacturers. Like I used to have a, a Mi Mix Three, so I had the slider phone, and you, I used to go into places and just slide the phone up at work, and people were like, "What kind of phone is that?" I said, "It's a it's a Xiaomi Mi Mix," and they're like, "A what? A huh? And a how?" I go, yeah, there are other phones other than Samsung, LG, Moto, and Apple. There are. I know it's crazy, right? There's Huawei. And it's funny because – Well, know, not anymore. Well <laughs> not, not in the US. Well, here's the funny thing. Nobody knew about Huawei before the ban. They only know of Huawei now because of the ban. Now it's like, oh, now we can't get the Yeah, and now one can't get one. Right. Yeah, it's a, tr- it's a trip. You see, I'll, 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 give, a, I'll give an overall – um consensus behind that my my that was not coming out of thin air my majority of my working history is in telecoms and sales i was that agent like agent smith i was that agent that had to you know be in front of you like the matrix and give you the deal that i wanted to give you for what phone that was going to make me the most money based on what my carriers have given me to sell in my store on my tariff and my price plans so that's from 2012 to 2014 in phones for you before they 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 got went into administration oh phones for you yeah and then (laughs) and then and then and then vodafone as well as ee so i've worked i've worked with the top carriers as well as the top third-party retailers that actually sell on behalf of these carriers so i know frontline not frontline perception actual frontline buying behavior i'll put it this way i went into store to buy to sorry to get a sim replacement because one of my one of my spare sim cards you know my sister lives in canada she comes over so i always keep a spare sim card just to save them time so when they land at the airport they've got a uk sim that they can use and i misplaced it went in there there was a lady buying an a a samsung galaxy a31 on contract and that phone was too expensive for her and i'm like my mind was like lady that's an a31 you should be able to just buy that cash out right no she's got kids there's four kids next to her. Even that cheap A31 phone for 150 or 200, 
it's too much money up front that she could be spending elsewhere. So the buying behavior is based on a monthly contract that is convenient for the down payment that she doesn't have to pay right. and either the same monthly up um, monthly cost or cheaper sometimes based on what deals and promotions the carriers are running. Right. So the initial genesis of that frustration came from a tweet from Max Weinbach because this is not against him, but this is the problem of being in your reviewer bubble. One, before we get onto OEMs and carrier behavior, because again, as you guys probably knew or didn't know, I used to work for OnePlus UK as well. You know, Friday that just went was my official last day. I was on furlough for like a good couple of months, but I'm, I'm, I'm no longer employed by OnePlus. So I've got a unique track record of working for both carriers, retailers, and directly with OEMs. Right. So That's before a... OnePlus, I was working for Samsung, Samsung Mobile. Right. So, so that, that gives you a unique perspective that I don't think a lot of exactly. people in the space bring because you are on the trenches, front line, dealing with all those dynamics and all uh -huh. those real world things that I think that you can talk power to. Like a lot of people just yep. say they, they think about it theoretically or what they what they've heard anecdotally, but you actually yep. like one I saw the thing about OnePlus that you're leaving OnePlus. So I was like, I knew about that. I wasn't aware of the Samsung thing. So yep. so it's not yeah. coming. Uh, this is where discussions like this are love because it doesn't it can really be stretched out beyond just the video, right? Because you mm. want the video to hit a certain nail and a certain nerve in a certain way to add that drama. But conversations like this can really add a bit more context. So me doing that video, it's not coming out of, hey, I'm bored. Let me just shout in front of the camera to make myself seem exciting and clickbaity. No, I'm coming from years. We're talking about eight years of telecoms experience, frontline, to mid, I wouldn't even say top, mid where I'm touching top line people in how decisions are made about what gets put where, what gets spent where from marketing to training, you know. So that initial frustration was first directed at reviewers that recommend products without adding a bit of context based on their demographic and availability. Right. That thing frustrates me because what happens is people will land on those videos, rightfully so, you do a great job, you get them excited. They go into their carrier. Their carrier is not on, like, they don't have that phone. And I used to battle customers that I had to fight because they were upset with me. Not the network, but me in front of them that I couldn't give them the phone that they saw on the internet that they were giving five stars to, saying that it's the best phone of the year. Right. Wouldn't the best phone of the year be on the best carrier or the biggest carrier or the biggest network in the UK? And when they ask you that, you look dumb, like, well, yeah, I guess but we don't sell it. Well, then it must not be best. Then what, what's the phone that you sell? Because I'm seeing Samsung everywhere. How come Samsung's not getting the best phone of the year if everyone's selling it? But this phone is. And then you're, you're stuck in this limbo of like, the customer's not actually asking dumb questions. These are valid questions. And it doesn't look good that it's not on their carrier. So the context is down to the people that are recommending it, one, first. Second, it's down to networks as well carriers are carriers are ruthless let me tell you this <laughs> carriers are ruthless in terms of you know bulk buying and um how can i put it like um oh, what's the term for it basically like total units that they want matched to the tariff and the profits that they make and the margins right they are ruthless they can be ruthless if you're not a brand like apple or samsung where it's in their best interest to stock your products Right. So the way they behave in itself 
it's it's so it's so like ruthless that that's another thing but another thing that i have a problem with is that as prices for these smartphones and these devices are going so high right oems seem to think that they're justified that because we can spec for spec match what the competition are doing it's enough for us to charge the same phone no it's it's really not those and and again those premium brands like your apples and your samsungs that are charging those premium phones which we already critique that come on man that's a lot they've got a lot of overhead this is coming from oem experience now right Mm -hmm. working for two major oems well one major one and one kind of smaller mid-sized one that the overheads that they have from retail to service right marketing it's so much that honestly not making excuses for them how would they sustain their business if they weren't charging enough of a markup to pay all these people that are working for them on the front line some necessary, some a bit more unnecessary, some niche. So we can all we, we can always debate that. That's the discussion for another day. Right. How do you expect them to actually make up or give you that level of service without making that markup? It, it, it's it's impossible. You know, that's not it, it's not a sustainable business model. You see. So when certain brands are trying to emulate that, I get the emulation of trying to make yourself look as premium, but then what happens is your customers buy into that maybe switching from a solid premium brand that they've had and then they realize that something happens in the aftercare and the aftercare is nowhere near as good right service after the sale right and it's always yep. about yep and I, and i see way man i see way too often where it, 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 it it's like the customer that starts complaining about hey i don't know why this phone costs that much let's just say a, a high-end samsung or an apple phone you know, in the UK, Apple and Samsung basically have a lot of retail stores, still more Apple, where near enough, cert- most things with your phone, if you book an appointment that day, you get an appointment or you walk in very early, that issue can be fixed that day. If it can't be fixed that day, I promise you, by next day or the day after is done. Right. That level of turnover and convenience, you're not getting it from your OnePluses. You're not getting it from other brands that could not offer that. That right. should for the price that they're charging, but cannot offer that. You see, that in itself is an invaluable cost to the device and a brand that you've bought yourself into. Right. You know, that's so, weird. You know, my neck of the woods, I don't see, I haven't seen anywhere an Apple or a Samsung store. Really? Anywhere in the Midlands. I've not seen one uh... anywhere. Anywhere I've been, up this side of the country, never seen an Apple or Samsung you store. You might have to go to Birmingham and go to the boring. Room. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, that probably that's might be closest if there is one there, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be your closest still. So that's that's. I, I hope that gives a little bit more context as to why that video came about the way it came about, you know, because I, I, I just don't think anyone, and I, and I said it that across the board, us reviewers need to just be a bit more accountable that when we're recommending a product based on our demographic, you know, let's, let's, let's do a bit more to say availability. We don't have to go into the tariff and pricing. Tariff mm. and pricing with these carriers change all the time. That's not our job. That's not our responsibility. But in terms of say, hey, I'm recommending this product, but just be warned, it's available here, 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 and here. If it's not on your carrier, be prepared to pony up a lot of upfront money. What might be easier is if you're trading your phone on Mazuma or here to offset the price, 
And if you don't mind, I highly recommend that you do. What that will probably do in the end, if you can swallow the initial upfront pill, is that your monthly will go down. You can call your carrier, go down to just a tariff only or sim only, and you're mm-hmm. good to go. But you say that so that they're a bit more clear as in, oh, okay, I need to consider availability. Or oh, it's on my network. Oh, great. Call them or walk into store. Man, thank you. You know, it, it, it helps. Because the problem with some carriers in the UK is the upfront cost sometimes doesn't outweigh the difference between your monthly payments. Like yeah. you can be paying £350 up front, but you're still paying £60 a month. Yeah. Depending on obviously depending on what phone you go for. But yeah, it's hard. It is yeah. hard sometimes. Yeah. And then Vesicos makes a good point here, not just about what everything that Ben said, which is spot on. And I think you know, yeah. we have to think about it. it. You know, we understand that's that whole that knee jerk reaction, like, wow, it's a thousand dollars, and what the hell am I buying? I said, well, mm-hmm. it depends on what you're buying. If you're buying a Toyota Corolla, or are you buying it? Are you buying a high end sports car? Like, are you going mm-hmm. to a, a really nice place and you're spending a hundred thousand dollars of your hard earned money to buy a car that does the same thing your twenty thousand dollar car does, right? Essentially, mm-hmm. at its core, you expect a level of service. You walk into that dealership and you expect a bottle of water and a mm-hmm. uh, 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 person in a suit walking up to you and said, sir, hey, here's the thing. You know, here's the hot towel, right? You expect that level of service. And I think with phones, I think as we get better into this, I think it's going to start to become more of an expectation is the customers need to be, you know, they aren't coming into the store knowing the, the lay of the land. That's your job as as Ben used to do. Like he's like, here's what's going on. Yeah. Here's mm-hmm. the whole thing. That phone, yeah. And of course, you're the front line. So of course, who's going to catch it on the chin? It's going to be the the agent standing in front of you. Like when I get phone calls and they're mad about something about where, where I work, they're not mad at they're mad at the application. They're not, but they have they're only talking to me. So that frustration becomes I become mm. the lightning rod for that ventilation of frustration, which yeah. is fine. Yeah. And well, this is why this is why yeah. I like brands like Realme uh-huh. and. Pocket. This is why they're so important because, you, like, for the price of the Realme, like, for three hundred and fifty pound, I got this Realme X2 Pro, eight fifty five plus, twelve gigabytes of RAM, two hundred fifty six gigabytes. Like, what? Four thousand milliamp hour battery, ninety hertz refresh rate. It, it's a flagship phone. Six, Sixty five watt charging as well. Don't forget that. Yeah. Oh, it's oh this. I think this one's a fifty watt. Damn it, I've got it. It's only it. 50 watt charging. How dare they? Hey, but that's what my point 350 pounds. I got this, and it's like this exact phone put the Samsung Apple name on the back 1200 pounds instantly. Yeah, it's it's just ridiculous. And Vasco makes the point remember, when you're buying a phone, you also have to think about requisite carrier support, but also about mm. accessories. Can I buy a case for this? Are those cases readily available? Thank not you. everybody Thank understands. You. Weirdly enough, not everybody like, understands. Weirdly enough, Realme on Amazon. Oh, no, Amazon. Realme have no, got a quite strong presence on Amazon UK. I understand. That. I was you quite know. surprised when I looked earlier. Right. But the thing is, remember, when they go to the carrier store, that's another thing the carriers like to do. Hey, by the way, you bought this X phone. Hmm. Here's the X set of cases for X phone at 45. Yeah, I will say one thing. The carrier stores, like the network stores in the UK, they do sell accessories, but I wouldn't recommend them. They're cheap. They're not cheap. They're not cheap. And they do them for really strange phones sometimes. They have the high-end phones, but then there's phones there that you would never expect to see. But they're all like $19.99, £19. <laughs> and it's one of them screen protectors that just sticks around the black edge. It doesn't actually stick. And it, it, No. I would never recommend getting them from a carrier store. 
And, uh, and that, yeah, so that's there's always challenges. So I, I'm I'm glad that there's somebody like Ben out there who really kind of talks about how many of these components are there because I think it, once you have the understanding contextually of the argument that's being made, it mm-hmm. it makes the argument more effective. Then you can say, hey, then things that what Max Mybox would say have more context, and then you can dissect them and have more just. Dis- on par disagreements or discussions about levels yep. of what phone works for you. And also it becomes a nuance. Then it becomes, why are people buying the phones they buy? Because uh-huh. they are having different needs and you have uh-huh. to service those needs, price, mm-hmm. availability, build quality. And people do I- don't listen to their friends. Well, no, like people like us, we're tech people. No, but we're tech people, right? So if you're <laughs> going to buy a, f- a phone and you've got a friend, like one of us, you'd usually like, you'd say, Oh, what what would you recommend? And I'd be like, well, what are your needs? What do you need your phone for? Mm-hmm. Like, I'd never say, yep, you got to go and get that Samsung S twenty Ultra. Don't get the Plus, get the Ultra. You need mm-hmm. the Ultra with its weird camera focusing issues. But you don't like. But they don't listen. They they always go to the store and then let their agent talk them into something that they didn't in. want. Yeah, right. even though we've said it. no. To be fair, a Pixel four A perfect for exactly what you need your phone for they get yep. to the carrier store and end up leaving with a iphone 11 or something like that you know yeah yeah yep. so that's a good discussion so like so i'm glad that mm. ben talks to that because i think that that conversation is lacking because he has experience in the field which is is just, i'm glad he's there to do that because more more information the better more decisions the better more customer choice the better we all we all 100%. benefit from that 100 yeah i agree customer choice is the best thing like we could do with the LG Velvet. <laughs> I'm being honest. Well, L- LG, no. LG, LG is in a is in a transform transformative transitioning phase, which I'm happy about. I, and I hope, mm-hmm. I hope, like what OnePlus are doing with Nord, LG get the same effect with Velvet in their own unique way. I think that's yeah. what they're both doing. And I and I hope it, because I, I really I really have a soft spot for LG. I really do, mm-hmm. and um, you're in the right place. Let me tell yeah. you about. <laughs> yeah, you're 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 within the good people. We are LG it's fans a, for sure. Yeah, also. we've got uh, some hashtag shill guy, LG shill guy in the chat. So we're all right. <laughs> yeah, and, I'm, and, I'm in both. I'm in both the Twitch. I managed to sign into my Twitch account, so I'm in both the Twitch mm. chat. As oh, well good as deal. Appreciate. Yeah, because like I said, that was me dropping the ball on that. But yeah, and then um, and Ronald says he drove you know drove a friend to buying the LG Vel because Juan's video, but also just talking about. And I had a friend at work that I he saw my. But let's not forget about the styler. Yeah, like the stylus. The stylus. What is yeah. it? The stylus six now, isn't it? That's the one mm-hmm. that Juan's got. That's not a phone to just shy over either. I mean, yes, no. it's a hundred. It's a hundred and fifty pound phone, but look at what it does. That exactly. like that's good phone for a lot of people, but yeah, a lot of people will go. Oh, it's hundred and fifty pound. It's cheap. It's not going to be good. Mm-hmm. Well, I but think price having... doesn't balance with performance anymore. Right. Well, also not talk even about, close. Well, then also talk about with Ben with the mother of four, right? Where she has a mm. has a very targeted price point. She can't afford because she needs to buy food, right? So the communication aspect and the and that is a lot more of a it's a more specific attack. So she has mm-hmm. to be able mm. to. I don't have that kind of quid, mate. So I gotta I gotta move. Yeah, into but that's just that it. That, that she doesn't have that kind of money for a hundred and fifty pound phone. Right. But they capture. So then they've got her in that contract. Right. Even if it's only eight pounds a month, they've got her in a contract. Right. And then going forward, they can try and upgrade her as she goes along. So, 
So, and I guess the question to Ben is, uh, so we always ask, we actually, you know, we got so busy with talking about and, and being so involved in Ben's discussion. We forgot the t-shirt check. Are you, I was just about to say, you're going to do the t-shirt check. <laughs> I know, I forgot all about This it. is I'm, an audio podcast. <laughs> I'm going to do it because it's stupid and it's sticky and it makes no sense. And I'm going to keep it's doing it. It's a thing. <laughs> I don't, we don't have a thing. <laughs> visualization. There you go. Hmm. So. So today, because of the fact that I think there's some playoffs going on in, in football in the UK, I don't know if there is or not. I wore my the only soccer jersey, football Completely the wrong jersey, one, but still, oh, that's all I had. What do you want me to do? I, you sent me over a Man United one. I'll rock it, right? I don't. I won't that. buy a Man United one. Ben's well, I mean, the Man United fan, right. <laughs> not me. And and here's the problem is that's probably the only one in the United States that anybody would even have any chance of knowing probably. If I sent you a Derby County shirt and you wore it, no one would have a fucking clue. That's okay. You were. That's okay. No that's, that's fine. That's, I'm we're okay with having time. People. Yeah, so Man United. <laughs> well, actually, it's funny. It's, I, now, is Man United one of those teams like it's – they used to be like – they were like kick – like was when, when it had a, a specific manager, right? This guy was like Sir Isaac Newton or whoever Alex. the guy was. Alex. <laughs> we got a Man United hater in the chat. No. <laughs> Man United, the Samsung of football. Yeah. Well, it's funny. It's, I thought they were for like hey, a long time. Like, once they, <laughs> right, when Sir Alex was running, they were like crushing everybody. And then I guess he transitioned out. And then it, they are they still like destroying everybody? Are they, are they kind of yeah. like – They couldn't even be us. I'm just saying. Not necessarily. <laughs> Okay, so that I'm glad. I'm I'm glad uh, that that changes because I mean it's like yeah, they're uh, the New England Patriots of soccer. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) You called it soccer. I'm still against that. I know. I know. Don't even get me started. I'm just glad you're here. (laughs) (laughs) So bad. And I know it rubs. It's like 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 fingers on a cheeseburger, right? And says it hurts to hear it. But it's what else can we do? That's how we know it. Call it football. But That's then what it's called football. around the world. And which is funny because Ben said, and I caught this in our pre-chat, <clears throat> he actually played American football as a defensive back. So how did yeah. how did that all work? Like, was that through school? Was it a club? How did that – I'm curious. That just fascinates me. So how did that all that is about? Yeah, that is pretty interesting to be fair. How did that yeah, come man. about? So I, I went University of Hertfordshire and I played as a free – so I played as a free safety rather than a strong safety – Cool. Um, and I played as a cornerback as well. So it was uh it came about because one of my friends actually um he so it was it was final year of uni. Well, correction, second year of uni, he played first year, I didn't. So second year, we were living together. And he basically said, yo, you know, like, we've got tryouts. Why don't you come? And I was like, nah, come. So he he just basically, he just called me out. And you know how boys are, man. At that age, <laughs> 18, what? 19, 20, you're just, there, there's just too much ego for you to, like, be called out. You know, all, all you guys are, are, you're athletic, you're young, you're doing your thing. So I said, you know, I'll come. So came to the tryout. And then first, first night on the tryout, literally, like, Caught a pick six and it was it was it like coach was <laughs> like yo you caught a pick six on on your first try on one of our quarterbacks all right you might as well come and just play defense then so from there man it was it was it was just it was just a it was just like a case a, a case of like yo try it tried it aced it enjoyed it and you know it's just one of the sports that I added to to my list that I could play so yeah man that's that's how it came about University of Hertfordshire Hurricanes. 
There you go. So that's cool. <laughs> so the funny thing is you mentioned Represent. free safety, safety, and pick six, and Matt has no clue what the hell you're talking about. And I'm like, hey, I don't follow in. American football. I've never played it. I've watched a few games. You know when they like when they come to and play at Wembley and stuff, yeah, and they stream yeah. it on like BBC One. Yeah. Like they don't like. I've never gone out of my way to try and find a streaming platform to watch it. Yeah, yeah, I, I watch that. it when it's on TV because it is entertaining, but it's not. Yeah. I've never gone out of my way to learn everything like I have with football. So what yeah, he's yeah. talking about with the pick six is he's talking about being a defensive player and the quarterback throws a pass to either in, in a flat or, or a slot, and he stepped in front of it, intercepts the ball, catches it, and sends oh, the receiver. Yeah, yeah. And then not only catches the ball, but it actually runs it all the way back to the other end of the field for a touchdown. And that's I've, six I've, points. I've still got my – we lost the Birmingham Lions, but I've still got one of my in-game. We lost by two points, and I, I, I've got my in-game tape of catching one, probably the most crucial pick six for the game. Like we, we were on the, we were on the, we were on the back hill. We scored a touchdown, and then we were back on defense. And then two plays in, literally just like. Put a pick six. The game just changed, man. It changed completely. I still have that tape, man. I'll play. I'll play it to you guys. Oh man, I, if you post it on YouTube, I would be in to watch that yeah, thing. I'll I'll, 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 I'll upload that for old school sake, man. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's a so, good yeah. idea. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's that's good. So he's 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 a little bit more of the hand egg. See, see, <laughs> hand egg. I'm telling you, play, you play it with your hands. Occasionally, you kick it with your foot. Fine, but you play it with your hands. Oh, yeah, man. and then uh, and then Goran. No, <sighs> it's not. It's it's caveman. No, it's I'm trying to. We have UK creator on as a guest. We have a UK guy, <laughs> and I'm trying to show some love. Now this is so you're wearing an island. <laughs> well, do me a favor. Go in your closet and find an American football jersey. I don't give a shit. Whatever one you got. I will. Allow will. Him. I guess Ben there, has there, one. I'm sure. <laughs> there, there is a there is a rugby team. As the London Irish, there is the London Irish rugby team, so I'll excuse it and give it a pass. <laughs> right. There is a London See, Irish rugby team. We'll, 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 we'll let that pass and we'll let that slide. <laughs> so, and I, I guess my question: So, did you did now? At least he picked the right Irish shirt. Let's just. <laughs> okay, I don't know. It's it's old. Actually, I got it from uh, actually my my ex father bought this in Ireland. So, anyway. You were exposed to American football. Were you ever exposed to any other sports like baseball, basketball? I know hockey in the yeah. in baseball. Days. You mean rounders? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, round for us, round. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> oh, sorry, it's Sam, but well, I'm taking advantage of having a UK with us. I swear <laughs> to God. Well, I'm it's glad, finally, it's about time. <laughs> yeah, it, I, I was I was fortunate enough to just be a type of person that could play any sport for whatever reason. I just could so. Football, basketball, rugby, American football, athletics. I pretty much ran all the track events. Um, we're talking about 100 meters, relay, 200, 400, 800, high jump, long jump, triple jump. Like, I, I, heptaf, I, could be, I was basically a tap, like heptathlon. I could do all sports. Right. Um, cricket, 100%. I, I used to love playing cricket back in the day. Um, as well as rounders. The, the 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 secondary school, well, we call it secondary school, but it's high school for you guys. But secondary school, yeah, yeah. The secondary school I went to was a sports college, so we were okay. exposed to a lot more equipment. So whether it was rock climbing, it was softball for us. We didn't get to play baseball, but it was softball, you know. So it was pretty much near enough the same. So got exposed <laughs> to that, which was great, you know, javelin, 
And then as of recently, during lockdown, you know, I've I've I I, I took it upon I took it upon myself to like start a new fitness challenge. And my my thing was like, what's a fitness challenge that I've not added to my list? And distance running was something I'd never really done. Mm. I, I growing up in school, like you you know, Matt, like cross country. The punishment yeah. of all punishments. You all get put through that. It's like, yes. It's like man. That is horrible. Run. It's horrible, right? And then it was horrible, but it's like I could do it because I was naturally fit, especially playing football a lot. You know, you had the aerobic fitness to some capacity, but it was torture nonetheless. Made right. no difference. You still wanted to, you hated it when it came to that time of year where it's like, hey, cross country. I'm like, only the skinny long distance guys are going to enjoy this. Us lot are yeah. even like, it's the end of our lives, you know. So it's so accurate. <laughs> it, it's the it's the it's the worst. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna try distance running. I'm not necessarily built for it, but let me give it a try. And as of Thursday, that just went by. I, I clocked my first half marathon. So to say you've been I'm... running some distances, you have recently. Yeah, I've man. been you've been seeing your map sharing. It's uh-huh. I would run about 0.1 percent of that and be. Fucked. <laughs> well, I, mean, I, could have, I could have run the distance no because I've, I've run distances before like that and just but it's my knee i can't run anymore i have this really yeah. bad degenerative knee. Old so, problems so i got i could and i'm gonna i'm gonna try to start but i've got um but yeah the, once you get to that then you've got marathon well, you used right? to be a cop so you had to you know how to run yeah yeah <laughs> but where I had to run, it was there were always the funniest things about like my my first night on like actual duty was my first foot pursuit. And it was the stupidest thing in the world. I'll tell this quick story because my cop stories are stupid anyway. But um, so he's <laughs> running. So we're talking, right? And he's in front of me and we're on a traffic stop and he's drunk. So he's going to go to jail and I already know it. So he looks at me and I can always tell there's that one moment where you know it's going to happen. You're like, this guy's going to run. And he looked at me and I looked at him and he, instead of turning around and running away from me, he ran past me. I was like, what the fuck is this? Does this guy realize I could just tripped him? Like it was, it was funny that that we were saying like 10 feet away and he closed so quickly, but he passed me. I could have just tripped him. But I'm like, I I saw him run. I go, is he actually going to run past me? I'm like, I'm going to catch this guy for sure. So I just turned around. And of course, I spear tackled him and took him to jail. It was was like the most stupid foot pursuit ever. It's like, (laughs) who the hell runs towards the cop and runs past him? Like, hey, see you, dude. He runs that way. Why would you turn and run away from me? And so at least there's that distance and I have to close on it. Running with all that vest and a gun and gear and shit and uh, whatever. No. Honestly, I don't run. I'm not built for running. Although technically I'm six foot five, so you'd think I'd be built for running. But I'm sixteen stone, so no, I'm not built for running. <laughs> I'm built for lifting. <laughs> but if you ever see me running, is just that fat? Run. Does that mean fat? Is that sixteen no, stone bit of fat guy? No, 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 no. See, but if you see ever see me running, run. I'm just just gonna <laughs> say that because if I'm so, running, there's so much chasing me. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, it. So but no, I don't run. I lift, and I very, very rarely. And jog. And, the, and, the, and the thing is, like, I'm, I'm, I'm with Matt. Like, I'm exactly, I'm exactly six foot, like in <clears> terms of measurement. And I mean, doing sports and a lot of medicals from before, like you get measured regularly. So <laughs> I know exact, like exactly six foot. <laughs> and as of the beginning of June, I was actually 100 and, 101 kilograms, which is what fifteen point nine stones. So <laughs> pretty much sixteen stones. So most people that looked at me is like you look in shape because obviously your height to body proportion i looked in shape 
but there's looking in shape and knowing that you're <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Knowing... With endurance, yeah. It's, it's yeah. not visible. It's it's especially especially knowing how you were before to how you are now. Like eight nine years goes by, life happens, and you forget yourself <laughs> and whatnot. Right. So right. that was a thing of like this is a challenge more because I'm not built like a distance runner. So this is where the challenge is going to be mm. of doing this you know and it's been it's been over when i say it's been overwhelming as much as people are impressed a lot of people have just been basically saying like the time you did the half marathon you must have been riding a bike there's no way that <laughs> it's like an it's like a backhanded compliment i'm like what do you mean and it's like dude i've been running for like years you're running faster than me you've never done distance running you've not trained or done any training for like a good almost eight nine years and then you clocked half marathon in an hour 58 minutes at that pace what were you doing i'm like i was running for my life <laughs> I crack, I was, you know so it's it's been it's been encouraging that like man just the human body itself Mm -hmm. if you just set your mind to it it sounds so cliche because you hear it all the time but it's like mm. you know if you actually just focus on it man there's there's some things that your body can adapt to that man you'll be, you'll yeah. be surprised yeah right. that's it though the problem is with most people like me is getting your mind set on yep. doing that like yeah. you can do it and you know you can do it but you it's that you're thinking about it and you go I'll do it tomorrow. I'll start next yeah. week. I'll, yeah. be, I'll make it my New Year's resolution. Right, there we go. Mm -hmm. But then well, that never you, happens. So Simon says, is your last name Johnson? So that's in reference to the runner. <laughs> and then Trent Marshall's in the, <laughs> Trent, Trent's in the chat. Hey, Trent, how run, you doing, Run, Ben, run. Run, Ben, run. Trent, and it's just... <laughs> he is awesome. He, he's oh, on the show. Yeah. He's, we had him on the show, and he is just calm and thoughtful and yeah. everything that I'm not. He's like yeah. not, he's a normal, quiet, like very thoughtful <laughs> kind of guy. And I'm like an insane, crazy person. So it's, it's funny. Really? But actually, well, do you know what? I never noticed. Never noticed. Yeah. You well, know, you know. never known. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you that. And to, to Ben's point, he's right. There's a book and there's a guy named David Goggins. And I don't know if Ben knows about this guy. He was a former uh, Navy SEAL, went to Ranger School. And he wrote a book called Can't Hurt Me. And if you don't have, if you have a moment, you want to talk about the ability for somebody to pull themselves up and be in a bad place physically and mentally and accomplish everything just by sheer force of will. And yeah. just by knowing that your own mind is the thing you have to you have to be, it's you have to get. It's like I don't want to run today. It's running when you don't want to. It's doing the training when you don't. And you realize that your mind limits your ability. That you can completely do anything you really want to physically if you're yep. able to just get past your own mind talking you out of doing it. You'd be mm -hmm. surprised, even if you have a physical or or disability. I mean, there's people who are able to run with a missing leg. I mean, there you've seen and the, the, he and Man, to read that book, that it's is, a fantastic it. book. <clears throat> Audio book, check it out. It's an awesome book, and it's it's super motivational. And he talks about not being motivated. He talks about being obsessive. Like you have to like basically, this is all you want to do. You have to focus your mind and channel and get past the. I can't do this to, I can do this. And, and, and yeah, Jocko, Jocko Willink's another one. He's another guy too. Um, right. Those are the same kind of guys, but former special operations guys who talk about motivation and, and Goggins is really, really good. If you ever get a chance to, he, he's, he exactly talks about what Ben just described, which is, yeah. Yeah. you can do it. It, it may true. not, 
Yeah, it's true. I mean, motivation is the main thing, because even if you get yourself motivated enough to do it, Mm. that first time you do it can also be a turning point. Because if you do it for the first time and you're just there going, oh, my God, no, I'm not doing that again. Mm. It's you've got to get past the first few times of doing training or any sort of endurance training. Then your body starts to catch up. Yeah. But it is, it's all about the motivation to get from sitting on the sofa to thinking about doing it, to doing it, yeah. and then committing to yeah. it once you've started. Yeah, yeah, 100% true, 100% so true. Are you looking to do a full marathon, or are we going to go like crazy, we're going ultra 100-mile marathon kind well, of we're stuff? going to see you in the I, London I, Marathon in a few years. I think, from, I think for myself personally, I, I would like to lose a bit more weight because the, I did sports and exercise science. So there's a, there's a, and it's, it's, it's just normal power to weight ratio. Like you hear that for cars, but it's on the human body as well. Right. Right. And I, we went to Costco and we bought like a 15 kilo flour bag, like a flour. And when I was carrying it, I was like, I was carrying this much excess weight on me. I've lost yeah. all of that. And I can't believe this was actually distributed in all my body. I'm carrying this. And I'm like, damn, that's taking more work. But you don't realize how much extra power you need to generate to go either faster or use less energy to run at the same pace if you're heavier. So I would like to lose a bit more weight before I can consider. Because there's 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 an element of like, you know, energy to distance that i can run that i've capped at for now mm-hmm. that i need to maintain to get my body and my you know my breathing to get used to that before i can push further yeah. which I, I know i can do so the, the the main objective and i and i say this like just briefly me 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 choosing to actually use exercises running because i could have copped out and just done the usual workouts and whatnot because i know i'm built for that right and just done all my anaerobic sports but it was more of a, I need a challenge. And it was kind of like a flight or fight response to just the situation of what was happening, you know, right. lockdown happening, right. the stress of it, other stuff being put on furlough where you can work, but you're still getting paid and you're limbo. There's, you know, family issues, so many different things, you know, and it's like your, 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 your daily routine has now been completely broken. You need to do something with yourself, you know? So I took that on and the only thing I set myself as a benchmark is that in two months, I should be able to run 10K in an hour. That's it. That was the only challenge I set for myself, right? And the, the silly thing I did is I underestimated how much your joints. And I recommend anyone that is considering running, you may think it's just running, but there's a skill that goes into running. Oh, for right? sure. There, there's a massive yeah. skill that goes into <clears throat> running. And what I underestimated is how much your joints take a beating when you're running. Right. And I didn't get the right running shoe. I didn't even get running shoes, period. I didn't get knee compressors. I didn't get ankle compressors. And I strained my right knee. The first two weeks as my body got used to it, I did about 9K, which I was shocked I was able to do. I strained my right knee and I was devastated because I thought it was going to be worse than what it is. Rested for two weeks, came back, you know, and 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 did the right thing got spent money on shoes it's like the basic fundamentals right and the difference it made to like protecting my joints protecting my body making me run more efficient making me Mm. run faster making me run further 
it just make it's like week on week it's like man your body you can just feel your body's just getting stronger and it's like this is crazy like i'm actually doing and there will be some days where you clock certain times and your breathing recovery so quick where you're like damn this is like where's this coming from you know and it's 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 one of those things where to 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 have done 10k so quickly within like two three weeks i was like well what else am i going to do with myself now because i've done it in less than a month i've got to just go further so it was a case of like every week do an extra kilometer extra two kilometers further than what you did before you know rest two days and when you come back after your rest day your body should technically be stronger which i calculated it right and it was you go further and before you knew i'm like damn I've done 18k as a PB. This is end of July. Right. You know, you might as well go for half marathon. And it ended up being a thing of what would be my incentive? Because human beings will live on being incentivized and be motivated to do something. And right. a year ago, not to bring us out all, but a year ago, you know, my cousin that I grew up, because I wasn't born in UK originally, I was born in Ghana. So I came to UK when I was like eight, nine years old, like around 1998. So my cousin, my direct first cousin, you know, I saw him as a bigger brother. He was like a year older than me. He lived in Canada at the time. So last year he passed away. We still don't know the reasons, you know, how and what happened. It was very unfortunate. I didn't get to see him. So it'd been actually on that day where it was exactly a year after his passing. So that was, that was dedicated to him, you know. And if I say the last six kilometers was was not the the it was torture every fiber in me was like you just need to stop and i was like no like this is for him you know like i i'm doing this for him and there was the last three kilometers where i went on a route i didn't know and i was met with like a 30 30 elevation and oh my goodness i was like what have you done to yourself could you not have found a flat road to run this (laughs) you've gone and found a biggest incline and seriously people must have been looking at me i was actually screaming myself up i when i say screaming i mean not oh come on i was my the lungs in my air that i could have used for breathing i was We're using screaming. to scream myself up because <laughs> i'm like you are not stopping until you see 21.1 km on your strava before you hit stop Right. And that's the, that's the whole thing about just pushing yeah. through no matter what that motivation is. Motivation, going. yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah I mean, exactly. you're motivated for that reason, but just when your mind's telling you, yeah, you stop here, stop. Physically, you're just gassed. You're out of, you just you don't have any more in the tank. You always have one Keep more going. inch. You yeah. have one more inch in there somewhere, even if it's just an inch. Yeah. And like yeah. And Aditya, like you said, you can get all your stuff from the Sports Direct and just go. Yeah. There you go. Like, <laughs> And Aditya. Ben the Beast. Hey, yeah. I have got, I can't be the only one wondering this. What did you need all that flour for from Costco? Oh, man. My wife, <laughs> my wife makes it, she bakes well. She bakes really Uh-oh. well. Oh, that's God. not good for a person trying to be a runner and losing weight because that's, that's a dangerous. Like 15 kilograms of flour. I'm like, what? That's man. a dangerous combination, man, because especially if you <laughs> have a wife that can bake. Uh oh. Man, she, bakes, she bakes she bakes good and and the and the cost is just like high quality and it's look it's like damn this this is like two years supplies worth of flour, <laughs> <laughs> flour no more. 
We're good. So, we're, we're, we're good for the next, like, COVID. If there's another one of those, yep. we can do all that, too. Yeah, man, we're fine. We're good. Yeah, if, if there's yeah, another one. All right, let's yeah. not will it into existence, shall we? No, we don't. But I'm just saying, you know, it's, it's you know, talking about those things. So I guess back to a tech loop is, so what phone do, do you use, Ben, as far as, like, a daily driver? How do you do with the reviews, and how does that all work for you? Okay, OnePlus. Okay, cool. OnePlus 7 Pro. So I had a 7T. I did reviews on both of them as of recently, and – the the i i value a good display experience above anything else because mm-hmm. I, I i guess i guess for me when it comes to the cameras it matters but it doesn't matter nowhere near as much as how i take my pictures is right. with my proper dedicated cameras as many times but that's unique to me okay. so knowing how my unique use case is the one plus cameras are okay enough for me it doesn't mean that it's going to be okay enough for everyone right i'm mm-hmm. not saying that but for me the all-screen display experience on the 7 Pro, it draws me in every single time to the point where I still think it's probably overall, apart from not being a flat display, my favorite display. And on top of great amount of storage, that 256, mm-hmm. lots of power in there, OnePlus. And it's the OnePlus' software is not because of the smooth and fast, as everyone says, which is true. Mm-hmm. The software is just less intimidating. The reason why I say it's less intimidating is I got my wife an S20 Plus for her upgrade from her S9 Plus. Mm-hmm. And when I helped her say it up, oh my goodness, I was like, I've not used Samsung software. And it's like setting up, I didn't realize how intimidating the software is. When I say intimidating, it doesn't mean it's not fast. It doesn't mean it's not feature rich. But my goodness, so many things pop up in your face. It's like right. it's overwhelming. Out. It's oh, just overwhelming. Yeah. I was like, no, no, no. Can I just get to the home screen? No. When you get to the home screen, this is popping up. That's popping up. Sign into the. I'm like, no. <laughs> hey Ben, what would you like for? What would you like? Would you like a sandwich later? You would. We'll like, set that up for you. It's like, what the hell? It's like it's just it's nonstop. Yeah, you're right. Honestly, All these things like, keep no. prompting, and you gotta and you gotta either dismiss them. But then you're like, okay, well, if I dismiss it, it won't come back later. Yeah. Oh, am I gonna oh. miss that? But that's not the worst. The worst bit is when you get to Samsung's. So you you go through all that beginning bit where you say you don't want to copy your apps. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Get to the yeah. home screen, pops up at the top. Do you want to copy your apps? I'm like. I already oh, said no to that. No, like, <laughs> that's it's, not it's, that's not Samsung though. That's every phone. Right. Yeah, that pops but, up at the top going, "Do you want to copy there?" And I already said no. <laughs> so it's, pre-screen. It's um, it's it's definitely the seven Pro for me. Um, I, I, it's it's just it's just it's just the phone that just hits right for me. It really does hit right, right for me. And you know, like I said, Realme have sent me the X fifty. I'm really interested in this because. Yeah, everything that Realme is doing is really <clears throat> exciting to me. It's exciting to me not because it's revolutionary, but they understand the reverse of what I ranted. They understand that because one, they don't have the market share, two, they don't have the retail outreach. That just because they match spec for spec, that does not mean they're going to charge the price premium. You know, no. their X, their X50 Pro, which is their premium 5G phone. It's like 500 pounds. It's half the price of what you would get a OnePlus 8 Pro on. But it's basically the same phone. But you, they understand that, hey, we, we could do, but it makes no sense. It makes no sense. We don't have any of their leverage for us to even justify that. We don't have the retail right. support. We don't have the bricks and mortar. We don't have hmm. the things that will say, hey, we cannot. So we, we will stay in our lane, but we'll offer 
and emulate that same experience. So for 299 for this phone to have a Snapdragon 765G, 120 hertz LCD display, 4,200 milliamp hour battery, 30 watt charging as well, and a quad camera with 48 megapixels. You know, I I'm eager to try this because 299, like 128 gig storage, 60 gram, that hits home. Right, yeah. for three hundred bucks, you're in a it really does. good spot because that's real a lot me. Of, uh, a lot of bang for buck, crazy yeah. bang for performance. Like yeah. price yeah. performance is ridiculous. I've always seen real me on like the people watching on videos and stuff, and I always thought I want to try. I've never tried using a real me phone. I have no yeah. idea what what they're like. Yes, spec for spec, it's good, but is performance the same? What the cameras yeah. like, battery exactly. life, screen? Does it like it's got a, it's got a headphone jack? I mean. This is the first time I've used the headphone jack, so I don't know if it sounds good or you sound good to me. So, you know, it's a headphone jack. It works. This is what we're missing on most phones these days. But and for I the guess price you get this phone for, yeah. it's got 12 gigabytes of RAM. 12! Yep. Yep. And it's when this phone was new, I think it was, what, 499 Yep. Somewhere around that price. And now you can say, like I say, you can pick it up for 350 12 gigabytes of RAM. Yeah, 256 gigabytes of storage for fucking. But the worst bit, the best bit is, I, I've been using it all afternoon on and off, just taking a couple of pictures here and there. And I tell you, it's not a bad phone. Like the cameras yeah. are really good. This is the front camera on there. Obviously, it's a bit different because we're streaming 720p and all through Streamyard. But the camera's pretty good. The front camera's good. The rear cameras are really good. Yeah. For what, like, you, you people say that 350 pound phone from Realme, company yeah. I've never heard of. I bet that takes rubbish photos. I shared one on the Discord earlier. A lot of people were impressed. Yeah. So, so there's a question in the chat, Ben, about what, what phone are you most nostalgic about? And we're talking all the way back. Like, what phone is when you hear about that phone, you go, oh, yeah. It's like an ex, it's like a really awesome time that. in school. My phone would be, oh, there's several, but if, if, if I'm just going to base it off instinct, right? <clears throat> sometimes, yes, N95. Yes. Is that the N95? Nokia N95. No, this, no, no. I know Nokia N95 was a quality phone. I love that. My, this my... is something I found that the kids have had since they were born. And it's an old Vodafone phone. Yeah, <laughs> I can't even remember what this is. It's a two megapixel one. camera. My one is not just any N95. It was the N95 Black Edition with eight gigabytes of internal storage. Oh. Instinctively, that not many. I don't think many people remember it as much. But that phone, the Black Edition, I remember having it. Yeah, and the the special feeling that it gave me, like, yo, this is the Black Edition, eight gigabytes of internal storage back then. Back then, yeah. it was like, whoa, like, yo, this, this is different, different, you know? You know, it had a, like a five megapixel camera flash, you know, push up. It had a web browser in there, you know, on O2 where they were really, put. I was like, this, this is some, that, those were the things that used to get me excited, you know, for, so instinctively that phone comes to mind. I don't know why it just really, when someone says nostalgic, and I just scan. It's like, that's the first phone that comes to mind. So I just yeah. tap into that. But there are other phones that were special to me, you know, because I had great memories with them. Definitely, I would say the Sony Ericsson W810. So the Walkman series phone. The Walkman phone. Walkman series phone. Yeah. So like music, back then music was a big thing. Bluetooth, Bluetooth and people, your tracks was a good thing. And Sony's 
tr a music interface was just so much nicer to use. I don't know what it was. It was just so much nicer to use to organize your music, make it into your personal <laughs> ringtone. You know, the the, the all, everything about Sony's music listening experience on a Walkman series really set it apart. And growing up where you're listening to a lot of music, man, and, and the branding of Walkman was so big then, you know, it's like, yeah, the, those phones really nostalgically, like, they, they, they sing to me. Yeah, yeah. And I, to, I remember and I the Walkman, ask, man. I love that phone. And I had to ask because it is me. I, did you, were you ever, and it's hard because it's the UK, but were you ever exposed to many Windows phones? And how did that, and what's your overall thinking? Of you know, like, we did had you, Windows phones here, right? I, you know, I know I'm saying, but I don't know how prevalent they were. Some, some places, I, I, yeah, I, some places, no. I love, I love Windows phone, and I, and I, and I'm, and I'm really, really cheesed off at Microsoft, Microsoft <sighs> that they did not commit well to keep it. It was, it was such a potentially viable operating system to really match and emulate what Apple did with iOS. You know, I, I made a video, I made a video on iOS as the Goldilocks operating system. You know, it's part of my acapella talking head series and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And Microsoft were in a place where if they played their cards right and they committed and put the development, especially the backend software development, especially for the SDKs, mm -hmm. they could have made it happen. And Microsoft are now building this reputation of Yes, they sustain they sustain stuff, but they're building this reputation of they kill a lot of stuff not well. Their recent thing with Mixer mm -hmm. is oh, not yeah. a good look on them, right? Their recent their recent stuff with you know Windows Windows Phone not a good look. Their recent stuff with taking on the whole toboggan of Nokia and now HMD are doing a better job than um, Microsoft did with the Nokia brand not a good look. So there's this inkling reputation that they're building of like as great as Microsoft are. When they buy into you, are they gonna are they really gonna commit well or are they gonna kill you off? And which is right. which is a sad I, I, that's a sad stigma to have around a brand that won't ever really die because of their business model for software and enterprise, you know, and server-based um, mm. you know, cloud computing, which is so much more powerful beyond just the hardware. But because of all of those things, you kind of do expect them that things like software and platform. They should be succeeding. And Windows Phone dying, especially with the Metro U. I loved the Metro UI. Oh, yeah, Let me too. I loved the Metro UI. I loved it not because it was the best, but I loved it because it was different. It was right. different, and you need differentiation. Differentiation is the same as a language, right? The language mm -hmm. is what differentiates. And then once you buy in and understand the culture of the language and the platform, what you're trying to do, it's easier to kind of like enjoy the benefits of what that, platform or ecosystem brings microsoft had it and if they stuck to it they did it well you know it's uh i get i get i, I get really i might i might even have to do a video on that because i get right. really fired up on that windows oh, me too. Dying, I, it drives me most, crazy. it's one of the most annoying things i've seen in mobile from a brand that had no reason not to commit to make it work honestly that's my yeah, opinion. They had, they had the money. I mean, like I said, Ron makes the point. Like, it's a perfect halfway between Android customization and an yep. ecosystem. Because you yep. could, I, I tell people, you could just pin anything to a start menu. You can make yep. it your own. And yep. it worked. It just, it, I, like I said, I always say to people every day, I said, if they, even I if do. I could only get 60% of the apps on Windows Phone right now, today, at this moment, I would rock a Windows Phone and I would never, never I touch agree. an Android or an Android iOS device. I just, I love I them agree. and I miss it. And it's just such yeah. a shame. <laughs> but you think about it, where, like, it was a long time ago and the software was good then. Imagine what it had developed into now Thank if you. it was still around. Thank you.
Like, Thank you. Yeah. It would have just been like, it wouldn't, uh, you can't, yeah, you can't even speak. You start overthinking anything. This I, is what it could have been. I'm, I might have to do, I might have to do an acapella series talking every video and just Please. write a little bit about it. The reason why I say that is that. Well, we'll I go watch up, that. Oh yeah. No, I, I'll, I'll probably just, the, the best video ideas come in these discussions. The reason why I agree with Juan mm. is that where it's a halfway perfect house is that it was not just an in-house software but also, it was software being licensed to other OEMs. Samsung were making phones for Windows phones. Yeah. And I, I'm not saying of I sold these phones to customers. Customers were at my mercy, and I recommended these phones to them, and they were happy with these phones. Because I, I educated them, not just based on, oh, I have a sales target KPI to hit, let me make money. But I educated them on why this is good for you price-wise, why the OEM is a strong OEM, and why this software speaks to you. And I would walk them through the process and they would never come back like I'm having a bad experience. They're like, damn, thank you for taking me through that. This is this is new to me, but I like it. You know, it's, it's not everything I'm used to. And back then, the platforms were immature. Oh, I'm talking about 2011, 2012. The platforms were still immature. Right. So that was your chance to still grab people that weren't ecosystem bound, right? The, right. I, the Apple Watch wasn't wasn't out. Yes, the iPad was there, but you didn't have the system integration with things like handoff and continuity. All those things weren't there to really suck people in, right. you know, where you can pick up your phone call from your laptop while you're... That integration wasn't there. So that was your chance to really switch people a lot more that now is so much more difficult. You're, oh, it's you're, you're, oh, it's so much. It's, it, it, it can be done. But the difficulty of people switching now is so much tougher because, you know, the integration that other people have, it's, it's, it's crazy, you know. And that's what hurts me more, that you gave up at a time that you had no reason to give up. And you gave right. up. And now you're looking at yourself. You're trying to get back into mobile, but you're piggybacking off Android when you could have been your own Don. You could have been your own mm -hmm. guy. And you had the money. It's not like Could you, you imagine the integration now. Could you imagine exactly. the integration between Windows oh. PCs and Windows Phone? Like how we see Apple now and Huawei, how the integration, you just put it near the laptop, on the laptop, it switches automatically. Windows could have had that years ago with Windows Phone because the phone was built literally alongside Windows. So every upgrade yeah. of Windows could work with PCs, laptops, and not yeah, just... Not just Microsoft duos and services. It could have worked with Huawei laptops, all of them. Anything that ran Windows, your phone could have just integrated with everything perfectly. And see, yeah. this is part of the reason why I wanted to have that on too, is because I mean, yeah. we don't have exactly. We're not. We're not the Joe Rogan experience here, but no. we 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 have hey, man, people who are, who are driving. No, who see who else would mention like? Imagine now if in a Windows TV instead of an Android TV, right? Exactly. Just, exactly. And just hook it into your computer and just that, seamlessly. Yeah, but yeah. that's just it though. That could have been another I competition for the market. Like you could have you had know, Android TV, Apple TV, Microsoft TV, win like which integrates with your phones and your Windows. Uh, I'm I'm gonna create you, dreams by saying these things, so I apologize because we're no, never no, gonna no, get no. it. It's just <laughs> so funny because I think yeah, I just I think it's funny because Ben's really the one that has resonated to that. Like I always ask that of every guest, is like you know, I was a big Windows phone fan, mm. still am. Um, so it's it's all about the integration. You just don't right. get it. 
as much as they'll say you can do this and this and this it's so buggy laggy it doesn't work properly it cuts off it, you just think god why does they even make this stuff when it doesn't work yeah Yep, for real. So now, for, for sure, now we got to have Ben on. I was going to have Ben on again and offer that for any time you'd like to come back home. But I'm, also I'm now, because we, we, we want to have to have that discussion and loop back around. But it's, yeah, we're about mm. that, uh, about an hour and 11 minute mark. So, uh, Ben, I I want to tell you that it's been an honor to have you on the show. I'm glad no, you no, were no, able no, to take no, time. No, no. Honestly, and we, I, honestly. honestly. First in the UK to be on, I appreciate yeah. that. So <laughs> yeah. when you get like you're gonna get a special, we can get a special prize to you as being the first UK creator. So we usually <laughs> try to have people on, but um, I, I just like I said, I, I really enjoy your channel. I'm glad I was driven to your content, and I'm definitely a fan and continue to to look forward to following that. And speaking of that, how how do people get a hold of you? How do they find you other than YouTube? Do you have other platforms? And I want to make sure oh, we get those in the notes so that we can get all that. I can drive as yeah. much much traffic to you as possible because I think people really now understanding what you what you bring to the table i think people would really be awesomely served by listening to you and following you so i'm gonna adjust the mic so i say because this is my favorite part so as always man www.youtube.com forward slash lover of tech that's all one word www.youtube.com forward slash lover of tech that is t-e-c-h that's my main platform but i'm very very active on twitter man so you know how it is hit me up on twitter lover of tech ba that's the initials ba benjamin abwaji that's my name lover of tech ba i'm definitely there hit me up on instagram as well lover of tech underscore ba hit me up on there i'm very active within the stories you'll see me posting and promoting all my videos there that you'll be seeing as well man so come be part of team tls i know team tls team tls is known as the tech lover squad so come subscribe hit that notification bell man you'll get videos on a regular basis so that's where you guys will find me cool i am glad that was awesome man it's like planned <laughs> out. usually it's just like uh yeah i got stuff and i'm here and you can want to find me it's cool but it, it was part man that worked out perfectly so i'm glad like i said we'll make sure we get the the show notes up i'll make sure we add all that stuff <laughs> And also, I, I wanted to let everybody know we finally actually have show music. I actually, my buddy, put, and on the on the last, I actually was able to figure out how to actually use Audacity. <laughs> I don't know, right? How to like put stuff on there. So we had music. So if anybody has a chance, I'm going to be on the next one. If they want to listen to the show music and tell me what they think, uh, if it's pretty good, and it's my buddy Matt Matthias. He does. Uh, he makes beats. He used to be a St. Louis hip hop guy, and uh, it was awesome having you on the show. And and, and Ben, you're absolutely more than welcome to come on any other time I love the conversation. yeah I, when you're, we're, we're always here to support your channel and anything we can do to drive some traffic to you and get you get you in, the, in a place where where people can hear you we would love to support that no, 100%. oh yeah we can we can tell we can talk about that as well you know we, you've mentioned that with he will be live on his own show perfect in yeah. around about half an hour's time yes yes so just to you know not to hey guys support the across the pond cast with sam and matt they're starting up these guys are doing great things and trust me the beginning's the hardest so you just grow with them support them this is this is great and i appreciate you guys for reaching out for me to come and it's it's a pleasure for me as well but yes i have got my own live streams that i do every sunday it's known as the tech and chill show unplugged so usually I do it around 10 p.m. and beyond. I kind of, I used to do it 8 p.m. BST or GMT plus one UK time, but I, I kind of had to push it further back because I was missing a lot of my American audience. So I said, you know, 10 p.m. and beyond is kind of a happy medium. The oh, real yeah. ones in the UK are going to be still up awake late that can watch it. But 
you know, my guys over 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 in US are going to be able to catch that as well. So I will take a little minute, thirty break, get a snack, reset up, and we're going to be doing this week's tech and chill show. Usually three topics of tech within the week, and we just vibe with it about an hour. We just make it happen, man. We have fun with it as well. So yeah, guys, that's that's another platform. I would love for you guys to also come over. And feel free to share your opinions on um on, on the tech and chill show. So yeah, man, you guys so, are invited as well. Perfect. That'd be well, awesome. We would love to would love to do that as well. The after party at Ben's. Right. <laughs> after the party, it's the after party. Yes. That's where, the, where it's all happening. It's, 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 we gotta have people on who are actually way cooler than we are, because you, <laughs> you have to have people on like Ben who who have a who good who can have a good vibe. And then we would definitely wanna so anybody who's after this, you wanna swing, swing on over across the street. Check out Ben's yep. show, please do so, and we yep, will we would love to be there as well. We're we're always in for that, and we really appreciate your your time and uh, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it, appreciate it. Thank you, guys. All right, guys, we that's it. We that's another show. Matt, anything else? Are you excited now that you got? No, I'm got just it? so happy that I had someone with me from the UK. Yeah. Me too. It's just that it's difficult with the timing. Because it's late here. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's late here. So it's hard, like, because people spend family work in the morning and stuff like that. So yeah. it's hard to get UK creators on the show. But yeah. I'm so glad that we've we've got somebody on. And I'm glad it was you, to be honest. Thanks, man. Honestly, really Definitely. appreciate it. Really appreciate Good deal. It, so for us, for me, uh, for Matt, for, for Ben, lover of tech, uh, that's another show. We'll be back next Sunday. And I think we have Adam Dowd on the show next Sunday. It's going to be do an awesome indeed. show. Same same time, three o'clock Central Standard Time here in the in the United States, and uh, that's it. And for for myself, stay safe, wear a mask, be good to each other, try try to have a good time, uh, enjoy your tech, and we will catch you guys next week. And uh, please be safe, and we love you guys. Thanks for stopping by, and you guys have a great rest of your week. Bye, guys. <laughs>